Welcome to the Live Life Unapologetically podcast, a place that isn't about chatting into the void, but rather sparking real change in your life. Get ready to enter the realm where positive thinking meets intentional action. From conquering self-doubt to cozying up with authenticity and achieving success with intention. This podcast is your go-to source for mind-bending exploration. Whether you're navigating the maze of self-discovery, high-fiving purpose, or just trying to figure out what wellness really means, you're in the right place. Every episode is a passport stamp on your journey to living life unapologetically. Because why settle for the ordinary when you were born to be extraordinary? In this episode, let's talk about teacher organizational skills and how that relates to living a balanced life. I'm going to be honest with you. As educators, we can often get caught in the trap of thinking if we can just create the right systems and have better organization, then we're going to be able to achieve more balance in our lives. And while base systems can help move you towards balance, they are not the magic wand you might think they are. The nature of education always fluctuates, and there are too many variables for us to rely on systems and organization alone. In this episode, I'll share my story about how I thought having good teacher organizational skills would be enough to help me achieve balance and how it wasn't. I'll also give you some tips on how you can start achieving balance in your life without relying on organizational systems alone. So let's get to it. I see so many things that say, join this program and you're going to work within contract hours because we're going to show you exactly how to lesson plan and exactly how to grade and exactly how to do all of the teacher tasks. And while those things are beneficial and can help, they are just the base system. When I talk to friends, the things they say about me the most is I'm so organized. I have the best systems. One year at school, I got the Dewey Decimal Award for being more organized than humanly necessary. I love to organize things. I love having things very systematical in my life. And I thought, you know what? I can tackle these teacher tasks. I can make the best systems and I will be able to do it. I'm going to have everything completely mapped out on how this is going to work. And I would create systems and they would work for a little bit and I would have some more time. But then there's a new initiative or something comes up or there's a request for more documentation or there's this new thing that we have to document more or a new system we have to learn because we went from using this grading system to that grading system and it's a source of frustration. There's always something new to learn. Not to mention just the variables of how classes function. Every class functions differently year to year. All of our students have wonderfully unique needs and maybe the procedures that I thought would work for routines and classroom management don't really work with this group, but they worked with that group. And I'm gonna tell you, every year I have to adjust that in some way, shape, or form. So there wasn't a system that made that perfect. There wasn't a system that made grading perfect. There wasn't a system that made filling out all the documents perfect because things change all the time. We do DDI at school. Well, when I first started teaching, we didn't do DDI. So I had systems and stuff. But then once DDI came along, I had to make new systems to fit that in. And that's why systems and organization aren't the sustainable path to balance. What I found myself doing was working after work to create systems so that I could do my work at work so I wouldn't work at home. But really, I was working at home simply creating new systems. Systems are not sustainable in and of themselves because things change way too much in education. We've seen that over the past couple of years, ups, downs, lefts, rights, 
trying to keep up with it. Did those systems that we had help us? No, we had to think about things in a completely new way. We're still trying to figure out new things to deal with what has gone on in the past couple of years. So systems alone aren't the magic wand. They're not going to solve it because they're not sustainable. And the reason they're not sustainable is because nothing stays the same in education year after year. Uh, I teach in Texas, and it's my magical turn this year to take the Reading Academy. There is no system in the world that can prepare me to take Reading Academy and the time that that takes, along with everything else that is on my teacher plate already. And let's just talk about the elephant in the room. There's way too much on a teacher's plate. There's no organizational system in the world that can make it humanly humanly possible to complete the impossible tasks that are placed on a teacher's plate. There's always more to do. The list never ends. Stuff is always added. It's, It's humanly impossible for one person to do that. Once I actually was able to internalize that and internalize that, you know what? There's no organizing my way out of this. There's no organizing my way or creating systems out of an unsustainable workload because it's humanly impossible. Then I was able to have so much more freedom, less guilt, and I was able to just release. And so what I really want you to think of when you're thinking about moving towards a balanced life is that yes, having certain systems, having certain organization can help. It does alleviate. I love organization once again, but it didn't get me to a place of balance. I wasn't balanced because I created the best systems. And here, I'm going to tell you these systems. And that's another thing about systems and organization. What works for one teacher at one campus may not translate to another teacher at another campus. Now, you could probably take it and tweak it and make it work for you. But the landscape from campus to campus, district to district, state to state, is so vast when it comes to education, there's not a one-size-fits-all way to get it all done. But I still clock in and out every day, and it didn't come from systems. That wasn't the driving force. I always had systems. I always had organization in my classroom and with my tasks, but I was still overworking. I know many teachers that have systems, many teachers that have a way of doing things but they're still taking work home because systems and organization, and I cannot stress that enough, is not the magic wand to having a balanced life as an educator. What is the magic wand? The magic wand is letting go. The magic wand is understanding. I can use these systems, but they can't be so rigid. They can't be flexible because things are always changing. I have to know that. I also have to know that I'm not going to get it all done. And I have to allow myself to be human and say, you know what? I did my best. I put my best foot forward. I do it every day, but I can't always get it all done. And that's okay too, that I am human and that there's so much being asked of me. And we can talk about, and we'll talk about later, how do you prioritize tasks and what you do? And I do have a a system for that so that I can shut the teacher brain off at the end of the day. But at the end of the day, as long as I know I did my best, I leave. So what was this magic wand that I found to move me towards life balance so I wasn't constantly overworking? I quit trying to fix work. I quit trying to make work manageable. I quit hyper-focusing on all the tasks at hand, and I just let go. I was actually put in a position where I didn't have a choice but to do that. Some of you know my story, but I had a medical condition that came up, and so I truly just couldn't constantly overwork anymore, but it was the best thing that happened to me because it taught me 
how to do my very best at work and then go home and do my very best at home. And it was a process and I had to manage some things, but it was more of a mindset shift than anything else. The magic wand is not listening to the people who say, ugh, you don't care enough about the kids because you just clock in and clock out. How, how can you care? Is this just a job to you? Yes, this is a job. We need to understand teaching is a job. Is it a calling? Absolutely. Can anybody do it? Nope, not everybody can be a teacher. Do you have to have a passion for it? Yes. Our job is special and what we do is special, but it isn't everything. And it shouldn't be everything. And I'm here to tell you, you're actually gonna be a better teacher when you start understanding that you can't organize your way out of it, when you stop hyper-focusing on work. A lot of burnout and stress and overwhelm come from the fact that you are working from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed. Your brain never has time to decompress from work. Because think about it. If you're working at home, it's not about the students at that point. It's probably doing paperwork. Paperwork, paperwork, paperwork. Lesson plans that have to be turned in. Some people have to script out their lesson plans verbatim, everything they're gonna say. Y'all, that takes so much time. I've been in places where teachers had to do that. It's the time we spend outside of the work. work. A lot of times we're doing grown-up stuff. So clocking in and out doesn't mean you don't care. Getting over that myth that when I go home, if I don't wanna do paperwork, it doesn't mean I don't care about my students. What shows that I care about my students is that I show up every day, I'm happy, I'm teaching them, loving on them, doing all the things, giving them 100% of my focus. That shows you care about your students. Going in and being a teacher every day, that shows you care about your students. Overworking does not mean you care more. Overworking is not a badge of honor. And you're never gonna get all of the tasks done. There's never gonna be a way to organize it all within the day because I talk to a lot of teachers and one of the things that they say is, I just need a little more time to plan. I need a little bit more time to get this, this, and this done during the day. I don't have that time, so I have to take it home. Change your mindset. You don't have to take it home. You can leave it for the next day. And I find that's one of the hardest things to do. That was one of the hardest things for me to do was to say, you know what? Tomorrow's gonna deal with itself. It's gonna be okay. Did the base systems and organization help me to that process? Yes, but once again, you have to adjust them. I had to adjust them this year. I had to adjust them last year. There's always something new that's on our plate and there's too much on our plate. So you have to be okay with saying, I'm just going to clock out for the day. And that process doesn't happen overnight. It is a process. I help and coach educators through that process so that they have the love to go into the classroom every day. But what all of these educators have found is that they have reignited their passion for teaching because they are fully present in the moment when they're at school, and then they're able to be present in every other area of their lives. So you can start to achieve balance in your life without relying on organizational systems alone, without being hyper-focused on trying to organize it all and create all of the systems so that, oh, you finally have time. Moving into balance means letting go. Moving into balance means saying, I love my students, I'm here for my students, but I love my family and I love myself and I'm gonna be fully present in all areas of my life. That's where the shift to balance happens. You cannot organize your way out of an unworkable or unsustainable system. You cannot create a system that's gonna stick with you in the long haul. Systems may work for a period of time, but they're not sustainable. 
And what I want for you is to get to a sustainable place in your career where you feel joyous going to work every day. You know how to get done what needs to get done, but you're okay saying, you know what, that can wait for tomorrow. And that's a whole nother episode and we will get there and we will talk about those things. But it starts in your mind first. It starts with letting go of you having to be superhuman because you're not. You're human. You can't do it all. Also, you're human and deserve to do something that's not just work. You are not the sum of your job. You're the sum of yourself and everything else in your life. You have to shift your mind to say, it's okay. You don't have to hate what you do to do it. I love what I do and I love when I go home. Both can be true. But the anxiety is real when it comes to shifting the mindset, getting over the guilt. If I'm not constantly overworking or if I don't get it all done or if I don't push myself to my absolute limits and make teaching my end-all, be-all, number one priority, I don't care about the kids. You absolutely do. If you didn't, you wouldn't be there. So you have to shift your mindset to move into balance. Organization is great. Having a method is great. Tackling that teacher to-do list is great. But today, I want you to understand that there is no system and there is no organization that's ever going to get it all done or going to be sustainable. It may work for a while, but then things change and you're right back. It's an endless cycle. So to break that cycle, we have to change our mindset. We have to say, it is okay. Tomorrow will deal with itself. I am only human. I can only do so much. I've done my best. We have to say, I can love what I do for work and love every other area of my life and one does not cancel out the other. We have to open up our mind to get all of the gaslighting and myths, pressure that is put on us and almost build up a barrier to say that is not true. That is a limiting belief. It is a limiting belief that only if I overwork does it show that I care or that I'm a good teacher or that I'm the best teacher. That's a limiting belief. Getting over the limiting belief that if I have the best systems and organization, I'm going to be able to tackle this workload. Um, That's limiting because the workload is impossible. It is an impossible workload. And even if you're in a place where it's not such a heavy workload, because I've worked in places where it's way heavier than where I am now. But if you're in that place where it's a little bit easier, you might say, you know, my systems work. They're still not sustainable because two years from now, there's probably going to be a new initiative or something along those lines. Since I've been in education, the reading, social studies, and math standards have all changed, and we've had to adjust. Pulling out those old lesson plans is not going to work if you have completely different standards that you have to go by. So systems can help. Base systems can help. Move your mindset more to the place that it is okay if I don't get it all done. I love my students and care, and nobody can tell me otherwise. I am good at what I do, and I can love all areas of my life, and loving one and the other doesn't mean or negate that I care about it all. I'll see you in the next episode. If you loved today's episode, be sure to subscribe, rate, and share it with your fellow warriors. Let's create a ripple effect of liberation. Until next time, stay fierce, stay fabulous, and as always, live life unapologetically. Hey, warriors, before you go conquer the world, I got a little something special for you. If you're ready to kick things up a notch, you'll want to get your hands on the free roadmap, Thriving Beyond Limits, Four Secrets to Maximize Your Potential. These four secrets are so juicy that they're practically the VIP tickets to walking in inspired action every day. 
To grab your copy, head over to livelifeunapologetically.com forward slash roadmap, or you can find the link in the show description. Because let's face it, you're not here to play small. You're here to thrive beyond limits. Go ahead and get your free roadmap by going to livelifeunapologetically.com forward slash roadmap today. Today. 